You're listening to the Burn Youth Podcast. We hope this message encourages and challenges you to live for Jesus. Let's get into it. Tonight, we are going to be talking about redeeming love. But before we get into the meat of tonight, I've got a few bonus questions or pre-questions for y'all. All right, we're going to start with Miss Annika down the end. Your question is, when lightning strikes the sea, why don't all the fish die? I pondered this. I wonder. Uh, I'm sure there's a scientific answer to this. Jackson. But I don't. Yeah, I need like a phone a friend to somebody. <laughs> a phone a friend. Kaylin, why don't all the fish die? Yeah. Oh, I'll take it. The, I'll take I it. I feel like maybe the fish just have an, just have this sixth sense that like the lightning's coming and so they swim extra low <laughs> and so the lightning electricity doesn't reach them. That's my answer. That's really I hope you learned something. Yeah, listen to him. <laughs> Thanks, Jackson. Was that God? Or like, it was like a <laughs> big booming voice, voice from nowhere. From? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Ricky. Yes. Why? Just why? Because. Wow. <laughs> 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 yep, cool. Okay. <laughs> but why? I asked so many people in the office that today and they were like, because my mom said, or it was never because. I'm impressed by that. Um, Charlie, if this one's a bit, a bit more in depth, but if you were held Ooh. at gunpoint and told that if you didn't impress them with your dance moves that you would be killed, what moves would you bust out? Shut and I'd like a demonstration. Up you go. I'd be shot, I reckon. <laughs> He'd just be like, shoot me. That's yeah. <laughs> no, no, I'm not accepting that. I'm not accepting that. I want to see a dance move. I don't have any dance moves. Charlie. Charlie. I really don't. Charlie. 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 Peer pressure has spoken. <laughs> you chanting my name still doesn't change the fact that I've got nothing to show you and my right, butt is right. staying here. You That's our serve. panel for tonight. Thanks, guys. I'm going <laughs> to head out. Nah. All right. Well, as I said, tonight is all about redeeming love and because the the theme at church for this month is what's in a name the name for this month is of course redeemer and the dictionary defines redeemer as a person who redeems <gasps> shocker um <laughs> it's someone who repays um recovers saves or exchanges uh something for something else that was my profound interpretation of the dictionary um but I want to focus on this word exchange quickly before I pass it over to these guys. Um, often when we think of exchange, we think of a fair trade, right? You're like, oh, I'll give you my money. You give me that burger. That's a fair trade. But Jesus's exchange and exchange in the Bible or redemption for us isn't a fair trade. God's giving of his own life is not a fair trade, right? Right? Right. Right? Right. Yes, Tegan. Yeah, listen, listen. Yes, <laughs> he gave his 
life for us. And I want to point you to Ephesians 1, 7 quickly. And that says, in him we have been, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of God's grace. And as we talk about Redeemer tonight, we're saying that he is the one who has paid our life with his. He's recovered us. He is the exchange for us. He saved us. And that's my two cents. But I'm going to pass over to these guys to explain that a bit further. And in their own testimonies and, and parts of the more parts of the Bible that are going to talk about this redemptive love. And so my first question is to, oh, Annika, what is it about Jesus that allows him to redeem us? Okay. So I'm going to make it seem like I'm completely straying for the que- from the question by sharing a little story, but it'll all come together. Um, so I work in a kitchen, right? And, um, you know, we always like keep a cloth on the table to wipe the bench clean when it gets a bit dirty, as it is working with food. Thanks, Sophie. That's my main job. That's what I get paid for is cleaning <laughs> the table. It's brilliant. Yeah. Um, no, so um, throughout the day, I'll sometimes I'll like change the change the cloth because it gets a bit dirty right if you try to wipe a dirty table with a dirty cloth what's going to happen it's just going to stay dirty you know or it might get dirtier so um sometimes i change it to a clean cloth because a clean using a clean cloth to wipe a dirty table makes the table clean would you believe so anyway um basically That's like, have you ever, you know, another like way that sometimes people explain sin is like that it kind of like taints us uh, in the sense that like we're no longer clean, you know, we're not perfect. And we're all, you know, born as like, um, we're we're all inherently sinful just because, you know, thanks Adam and Eve. But, um, you know, and that's just how it is. And so to get, to heaven to be redeemed we need to be clean in the eyes of God we need a clean cloth um and so (laughs) and so we need someone who's already clean to be able to wipe us clean of our sin are you with me so um just a few you know in the bible it even says like for our sake he God made him Jesus to be to be sin who knew no sin so that in Him, in Jesus, we might become to know the righteousness of God. You know, God did that for us as a, not a fair trade, you know, as for redemption for us. Um, and then they reiterate it as well later in the Bible. You know that He appeared in order to take away sins and in Him, there is no sin. He's the clean cloth that can wipe us clean. And so... Um, what I'm just going to leave it with is just like a quick little thought about how like another analogy. I'm good at those apparently. Um, but if you're arrested for committing a crime, right, you're sitting there and the judge is like one of the options, I guess. I don't really know how, you know, jail and stuff works, but this is just my limited knowledge. Um, you can have bail paid not to go to prison, right? And so we're here having committed sin um, and we can't pay our own bail because the price is too high for that, right? But Jesus is the one who can pay that bail. He has the, 
you know, he has the money, you know, the means to pay it for us. And even though we've done nothing for him that will live up to his gift for us, he's just freely given this. And that's why he can do it is because he's clean and he can wipe us clean. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. I love that point. Through his redemption, we are made clean and only through him, we are made clean. Awesome. Only Jesus. Yeah. Only Jesus. Vicky. Taken. What does redeeming love mean to you? Mm, Okay, so for all the people that haven't been to church before or are new to church, this is my example of a worldly redemption, right? So I once got a speeding fine. I know, I know, I'm sorry. I I just got my pee plates literally like two weeks before and I was terrified and I'm driving down Monero Highway and there's one of those huge trucks, like those trucks so big that they should have trucks to tell you how big the truck is. Do you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) So I I had a tiny little red Barina, like the smallest car you can ever have, little red one, and then there's this mammoth of a truck next to me. So driving along and all of a sudden I'm next to him and his indicator goes on and he comes getting into my lane and I panic absolutely hit the accelerator as hard as possible scream out of there and drive past a speed van a couple of months later I get that speeding fine in the ticket in the mail and I'm like I know that I was going to get this one I deserve this one I paid my fine, but then my mum goes, I'll take your demerit points for you. So if anyone doesn't know what demerit points are, when you have your license, you have a certain amount of demerit points. And if you run out, you lose your license. So as a P player, you have four and this fine was three. So mum was like, you're on thin ice, mate. Like, I'll take them for you. What an awesome mum. I know, right? Oh my God. <laughs> I'll take them for you as long as you pay your fine. So that is my worldly example of mum saving me from my error and clearing my debt, right? So this is a terrible example compared to Jesus, but that's my world example. So now Teague's defined redemption, but I just want to focus in on a few of the uh, definitions that I found. So there was three main parts. The first part was to atone or make amends for sin, error, or evil, or to save someone from sin, error, or evil. The second one is to clear a debt. And the third one is to fulfill or carry out a promise or a prophecy. So Jesus's redeeming love is so complex and multifaceted. God took extreme measures by giving us his son, Jesus. Jesus was sent to earth, both man and God to be with us, like we talked about with our Emmanuel panel, but also to save us from our sin. Jesus died on the cross so that we could not be bound and trapped and punished by our sin, but rather forgiven because of what Jesus did for us. Romans 5, 8 to 11 says, but God demonstrates his love for us in this. While we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since now, sorry, since we have now been justified by his blood, how much more shall we be saved from God's wrath through him? For if we were God's enemies, we were reconciled to him through the death of his son how much more having been reconciled or redeemed shall we be saved from his life not only this so but we also boast in God through our Lord Jesus Christ through whom we now have received reconciliation it is crazy to think about the value and the love that God has for you that he sent his only son redemption is an act of God's grace in which he rescues and restores the people that he loves if he didn't value us or he didn't love us he didn't want to spend eternity with us in heaven he wouldn't have sent Jesus and I encourage you to think about that when you are feeling like 
you don't like yourself or nobody loves you or you have no value. Like God values you so, so much. First Corinthians 6, 19 to 20 says, you are not your own. You were bought with a price. The other part of my question that Hamish wrote down underneath said, have you experienced this redeeming love for yourself? And my challenge to you is that we all have. Like whether or not you know Jesus or not, you have experienced His redeeming love because you are here on this earth made by God and hopefully heading for heaven, you know? Um, The nature of being human though is that we are still going to fall and we're still going to sin. And no matter how hard we try, we still need Jesus's redemptive love more than anything ever. Being under this redeeming love doesn't mean that we're not in pain or we're not suffering, but the promise of redemption is that our pain and hurt are not complete. It's not final because we have eternity with God in heaven. We have hope because God himself has promised redemption to all of creation. So, Jesus' redemption grants us freedom from fear and worry and anxiety. Jesus' redemption grants us freedom to fail and still know that we are loved. And Jesus' redemption grants us freedom to live a life of hope and love. Wow. Wow. I think that deserves a round of applause there. How amazing is Jesus? I'm sorry. Did you hear my question? How amazing is Jesus? Someone would take our sin upon themselves and and be sent just out of love, just out of love. It's incredible. So good. (laughs) Charlie, um, how has Jesus displayed his redeeming love in your life? Well, I'll tell you how. So I've got a little story. A couple months back, back in December, um, I had a car accident. Now, probably doesn't look like I did like I did any damage because I'm still here. But I have a photo, and we'll get that up on the screen, and I'll um, run around. Oh, that didn't run. Yeah. Oh um. So that was my car, and I'm stuck in there. <laughs> somehow, like, somehow I've managed to climb out and deal with that. But it was the day after. It was the Saturday after the Friday of like work closed down. So I had all my tools in the back seat, all my chisels and saws and like hand planes and everything in there. And I've rolled my car and now they're all in the front seat with me. So I've somehow managed to escape all of that. Um, And you see that tree there, like the angle doesn't help too much, but that's only no more than like three meters away. And then on the other side, there's another tree about two meters away. So I really kicked the goal with that one. Um, <laughs> but that just shows me that how valued I am because Jesus wants me around for something great. Um, so, like, it was um, out near the Gray's house and Tia's dad, Jim, he went over there and he found the car and he found chisels stuck in the dashboard as well. So, yeah, like, <laughs> it's crazy this, to think how I've come out of that alive because you don't come out of those accidents alive. Full stop. Like, you've ro- I've rolled it one and a half or twice over a dirt road, spun out, la-di-da-di-do-da, that should have been it. 
but it wasn't, so <laughs> howdy doody, I'm still here. Um, but I just want to turn to Isaiah 44:22, and that says, I have blotted out your transgressions like a cloud and your sin like mist. Return to me, for I have redeemed you. So, like, we'll sin and we'll stray away from God at some point or another. And it's just Jesus has died for our sins and has already um, wiped that slate clean so that now all we just have to do is just go, God, I need your help. Come uh, come get me. Like, And the beautiful thing about that picture, what well, not a picture, um, about that, how I rolled my car, literally 30 seconds later, a lovely couple come down the road and pick me up. Like, I didn't know where my phone was. It was in my car, probably in the back seat somewhere. But still, um, it, it was just like everything, even though it was pretty bad doing it, but like Jesus still had my back no matter what, and that's just what I know. He's always with me. Um, so the last thing that I want to know, that I want to uh, I wanna end on is that Jesus has redeemed us by dying on the cross and um, paying for our sins so that we can have a second chance at life and live with Him in heaven. And... I feel like I've been given three chances with that because I've been given a second chance at life here and now I'll get to have a second, another chance at living with him in heaven. So he really has come to give life and give life to the fullest. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. If we truly, utterly, entirely believe that Jesus is our redeemer, we could not possibly walk out of this room tonight. Um, without lives changed because we've heard tonight that his redemption makes it clean. It, we, through it, we are saved and through it, we have life. And yeah. Thanks guys. Thank you for your imparting your wisdom upon us this evening. Give them a round of applause. Thanks for tuning in to the Burn Youth Podcast. To stay in the loop, follow us on Instagram at Burn Youth. See you next time.